0: Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast, an exploration in leadership development. I'm your host, Brad Knowles. Now let's dive in. Well, welcome. And uh, today we're going to dive right into success. We really wanted to kick off our podcast with this conversation, and when thinking about it, I was chewing on you know that really should be fairly simple. You would think, right? The definition of success should be something that's like in the in the dictionary. There it is. Nothing really to talk about, right? So, a couple of definitions of success. Success are the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Another definition is the attainment of popularity or profit. Another, still, a person or thing that achieves desired aims or attains prosperity. So, the question I wanted to pose to all of you today is how do you define success? And I think it's very personal. I don't know as if there is a right or wrong um, because when it, when it, comes to a conversation about your life and what does a successful life look like, I think there's a wide range of definitions and examples of success. Um, and they have all sorts of things uh, that can impact it. So the first thing that I realize in that conversation is that many of us have allowed influences to define success for us without actually taking the time to think about it. In other words, and I'm not picking on BMW here, however, if you're watching endless commercials for what looks like successful people driving a BMW, you may come up with part of your definition of success being driving a BMW. And you won't be achieved until you are driving that and that's what's parked in your driveway. Well understand that in that in that parable as it were, in that example a company that had a vested interest in selling a product got you to buy the product by influencing you and changing the way you think about success. And I think there's a lot of that that happens a lot of it. And in many times these are th- these are people who are in your life, who want what's best for you through their perspective and they're influencing what you think is the definition of success. To me, this is a thing where if you, uh, you know, you're, you're the culmination of the five people that you surround yourself with or you spend the most time with, well, I'd be willing to bet then that how you think about success is also fairly imprinted by those same people. You know, if you surround yourself with people who work hard, to some extent, your version of success is probably going to be tied to the action of working hard. So who's influencing how you view success, how you define success for yourself? So here's what I'd actually like you to do. I actually want you to pause this podcast. I want you to stop right here, and I want you to write down to the best of your ability now, what is success for you? What does that look like? Forcing ourselves to write it is one of the things that shows us where we have clarity and where we don't. And it, and it basically is an interrogation of reality of where we're at with that thing. So pause here, write down your definition of success and then come on back. Welcome back! All right. So hopefully you've written something down. And again, the first thing I'd like you to do is examine what does success mean for you and who's influenced that? Who else's DNA is on it? Is it a parent of yours? Is it a coworker you admire? Is it a company that's trying to sell you something? Is it A political party that has its own desires and its own ends at heart is it something having to do with your faith I don't think there's a right or wrong here on the influences piece what I think we need to do is examine it examine how you got to this place and is this really what success means for you there's a lot of people I come across through coaching and training who are really whacking away at something and they don't pause long enough to realize they're whacking away at the wrong thing, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a great scenario of, you know, hey, great, great job painting the room. The only problem is you painted the wrong room. Well, imagine if you spend your whole life painting the wrong room. You're not going to know until it's too late unless we take time from time to time to examine it. So who's influencing, right? John Wooden. John Wooden's definition of success is this. Success is a peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best you're capable of becoming. You've done your best to become the best of what you're capable of becoming. Which means you have to take time to figure out what are you capable of becoming and how do you march in that direction that to me implies that that is a gift that has been given to you for you to use right you have the capacity you have the potential within you to achieve at a certain level in a certain area of life And are you using that to its fullest extent or at least attempting to use it at its fullest extent? You know, John Wooden is probably a great example of that. You know, 10 national titles, you know, clearly a powerful coach, right? But then you can take a look at Maya Angelou and you can say, you know, and her definition of success is success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. Just a baseline satisfaction with, you know, kind of discovering who you are and what you do and, and how you go about doing it. Again, I would, talk, I would consider those very different versions of success and I also would say neither one of them's wrong. So if we take time to examine what is your definition of success and who has influenced it, now I think we're at a moment where we're really looking hard at the lens in which we view success through. We're examining the lens in which we view success and we're asking the question of, is that really what I want it to be? We're not following the programming, we're examining the programming itself. If not, if there's some pieces that you need to cut out, let's say, if there's some chunks that go, you know what, actually, that part ain't working for me. Great, pull out the scissors, hack it off, and spend some time working on it. I would argue, go proactively seek. And again, I think that the key here is to being proactive about seeking other people's versions of success and trying them on. Does that work for you? Does that feel good when you put it on? Can you see yourself wearing that same version of success 20 years from now, 30 years from now? You know, Winston Churchill, success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Ah! What a cool definition of success. It may or may not be yours. But what insight, failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. No matter what you attempt, you're gonna, it's going to be riddled with failure. Micro failures and macro failures. And sometimes we're, we're stitching together a bunch of failures together after one, after another, after another, after another, before we have any version of success. Most new businesses, most new ventures look like that. You know, the dip. You've got to get through this dip of failure without losing enthusiasm before we start having any success. So who are you going to go after and seek out in terms of an influence that could perhaps expand your thinking, broaden your your thought process to influence your programming around success. Again, not looking to apply any judgment here. I just challenge the examination of it. I certainly wouldn't wanna give you a definition of success and say this should be yours. That's like giving somebody a goal, only you've given them a goal for their entire life not just the next sales cycle, not just in this area of business, not just with that piece of their education, like you're trying to define the goal for them for their entire life. I would argue passionately that should be self-generated. I think the job of a coach, the job of a great trainer is to get you to examine it, get you to see other perspectives of it. Make sure that you've actually made the decision that that's your definition of success versus what you read on the you know back of a Cracker Jacks box or heard on some radio commercial. It actually can be really challenging to go proactively find people who you don't agree with and start asking them about their definition of success. People whose life paths in many ways might be completely different from yours, you know. there's farmers out there who are living very successful lives and they work you know seven days a week 12 hours a day and they love what they do they've created multi-generational businesses they spend time with their families they're tired every day and they're energetic every morning and that may be success for them and then there's people that you know want to build multi-billion dollar companies because of the impact that they hope to have on millions and millions of people's lives, hopefully in a positive way, that too can be success. And so is the teacher who spends 35, 40 years pouring into those tender brains, those formative years, and then watching as generations of their students go out and do great things. The income's modest, maybe the living style is modest, but the success is robust. The success is robust, and it is theirs. If we don't take the time to figure this out, (laughs) we could end up at 55, 65, 75 years old, and again realize that, shoot, I only now realize I've been painting the wrong room. You know Stephen Covey you know there's echoes of this hopefully with the begin with the end in mind so let's talk about Stephen Covey's definition of success his version is this if you carefully consider what you what you want to be said of you in your funeral experience you will find your definition of success I teach that similar principle in some of my classes and I say this Write your eulogy, Write What will people say about you? Write your eulogy, but keep it concise. Keep it to a page. Don't get lost in the weeds with it. If you only had one page of things that you wish that the people who were closest to you, who knew you best, said about you, what is it you would hope they would say? This reminds me of one of my other favorite quotes, which is, I would have written you a shorter letter, but I ran out of time. I'll say that one again. I would have written you a shorter letter, but I ran out of time. Understand that when I say write your eulogy and keep it to a page, my expectation is it's going to take you time. This is not a quick one-off. It will take time, not only to write it, but it will then take time to be concise. What do you hope people say about you when you're no longer here? You know, Edison's was very simple. Success is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Again, that is the definition of success who someone sees massive value in work. I can tell you in my life, work absolutely has been a blessing. And there are times when I've taken that too far. So if my definition of success is only about work, for me, I've missed something. So let's go back to our process here, we're just going to examine it real quick. Define your definition of success currently. Look for the DNA of the people that you have allowed to influence that. Is that the people that you want to have influence it? Or are there some other influences that have gotten in that aren't genuine to you? and we've allowed them to somehow mutate or morph your version of success um, off of kind of the truer path. Then I would encourage you to go out and proactively seek people who have other versions of success or perhaps even similar versions of success. Use that as a way to pressure test what you've come up with and expand your thinking around it. Lastly, as you go through that process, hopefully you will come up with a definition of success that is something that you're very comfortable with, you're very confident in. It's been a very proactive search. It's been an effort, it's been something you spent time on. When you think about it, it resonates with you. It should be very closely, I would figure, paired with your why, right? Why are you doing? Well, to achieve this, because this is what matters. It, it will be personal, in the same way that your why is very personal. I don't know anybody who shares their big why with me, who's very confident in it, who doesn't have an emotional experience every time they talk about it. You have to engage the emotional side, you gotta engage it. The last thing I'm gonna encourage you to do is this. Go find someone who has a similar version of success, definition of it, who's further down the track than you are. They're further down the track. You might be 45 and have this definition, and this is how it's going to influence your life. Great. Find somebody who has a similar definition, only they're 65. Because you're going to get a preview of what it looks like when you play out yours. Won't be completely the same, but it'll have echoes of it, it'll have shadows of it. It's a way to fast forward without actually fast forwarding. Find someone who's further down the road. Go spend time with that person. This is not an easy to do. However, if it can help you to either confirm Or realize you need to examine it further I would say it's time well spent how many times do we have to see somebody who's chasing after financial versions of success only to achieve it to then realize that the chase was hollow shallow unfulfilling be clear in this I'm not saying financial success is a bad thing What I do know is it's very rare for somebody to feel fulfilled because of a dollar amount in their bank account. It has got to be tied to something way more significant than that. I think this is a really important place to spend some time. It's one of those parts of a journey of a professional that no one's going to be pushing you to do. However, again, harking back to Stephen Covey, this really is the big begin with the end in mind. What do you want your life to look like? And are you proactively starting with that and then reverse engineering it back to today? Here's where it becomes so powerful. When you've really taken the time to do that, and you now understand what it looks like five years from now as you're on that path, what it looks like three years from now as you're on that path, what it looks like a year from now, six months from now, a month from now, a week from now, what it looks like a day from now, when a decision hits you today, you need to make a decision about this thing, A or B, Mr. Knowles, there's no hesitation. The decision is clear. Every time. Every time. The speed at which one can move through what used to be muddy, murky water is unbelievably palpable. You can fly. And that doesn't mean you're always moving around fast and never never giving time to people or anything like that. So don't, please don't, you know, please don't hear that. What it is is when, when something is presented to you and you, you now know that it's a no or you know that it's a yes and you know it very quickly because you've done the work ahead of time. Here's an opportunity. That's nice and it's not for me. Thank you very much. Here's a decision to be made. Well, we know it's B because that's the direction we're going in. There's so many of those every day and every week and every month that if we slow down every time, ring in our hands, our progress towards success is just at a snail's pace. If I want anything for all of you who are listening to this, it's figure out for yourself what success looks like. Don't let other people unduly influence it don't let somebody who's trying to sell you something tell you what your life should look like you define it if you're a person of faith that's an intimate conversation with your creator your maker be grounded in it be rooted in it and now you can move with confidence because you know where you're headed you know the goal, you know where you're headed, and it's a long goal. It's the big journey, and the excitement of every step along the way is exactly right. It's the, it's the direction you want to go in. So real quick, well, how much of that's going to feel like a grind? I'll give you the answer. None of it. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not going to see it's going to be all freaking rainbows and unicorns. But it's not going to grind you down. Because it's exactly where you should be going. And it's what you've been put here for. Take the time to discern that. Seek the proper influences that you need. Expand your thinking on it. Go preview what it looks like. 20 years from now, 30 years from now, with somebody who's walked a similar path. See them when they have the gray and the wrinkles and a smile, and now move with confidence. Every day, move with confidence towards your version of success.